You're listening to the Ambassadors in Business podcast, a show that's designed to encourage and equip Christians to be an ambassador for Christ in their workplace. Here's your host, Brian Heath. What's your motivation for doing what you do? Is it for yourself? Is it for your family? Well, the Bible tells us that we're to do all that we do as unto the Lord and not as unto men. Hello, everyone. My name is Brian Heath, and I'm your host for the Ambassadors in Business podcast. And in episode three and four, we're going to take excerpts from a sermon that I was able to preach a few weeks ago at my home church, the Faith Baptist Church in Chelsea, Michigan. My pastor went out of town, and I was honored that he came to me and asked me to fill in for him while he was away. I hope this message will be a good reminder to you that whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. I'm thankful that God has all things worked out, right? He, he has a plan. And so anyway, Colossians chapter 3 is where I want to go um, this evening or this morning, whatever time of day it is. Um, Colossians chapter 3. And we're going to read a few verses here, but then we will take our text from one verse here in the passage. Um, Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17. We'll start there. It says, And whatsoever ye do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks unto God and um, the Father by him. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as it is uh, fit in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. uh, Obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. Servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men-pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as unto the Lord, and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. I'd like to look back at verse 23 as our text says, and whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not as unto men. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I love you. God, I thank you so much for the privilege to um, stand in the pulpit today and proclaim your word. And Lord, I pray that you'll help me to be a blessing and an encouragement. I pray that your word would prick our hearts where needed. I pray that it would challenge us. I pray that it would convict us and Most importantly, I pray that we would receive your word today with a meek heart, ready and willing to be molded and made into the person that you want us to be. Give guidance and direction in the service. May your spirit uh, have free reign among us. And Lord, I pray that today we would not in any way resist your spirit or quench your spirit by our attitude um, and hard heart. Lord, I pray that you would work in us And I pray that we leave here today having been uh, helped from your word. And Lord, if there's anyone today that doesn't know you as their personal Savior, Father, I pray that, Lord, today your spirit would draw them to the cross of Calvary 
where they can receive forgiveness of sin and eternal life through faith in Jesus Christ. Lord, bless our pastor today as he's home. Heal his body. Give him strength. Um, Lord, I know he hates to miss, and I'm sure he's watching even now. And uh, Lord, I pray that you just uh, quickly bring him back to health, that he can continue to do what you've called him to do. And Lord, we just love you and thank you again for all you've done. Bless this time, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I'd like to preach to you this morning on the topic of working as unto the Lord. Working as unto the Lord. Here in this text, we find the admonition first in 17 that says, Whatever we do in word or deed, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. And so we see an admonition, whatever we're doing, uh, to do it in the name of God and give thanks for, to him for it. And we see several examples given in the passage, and we're just going to kind of run through them real quick and then get down to the main part that I want to look at. But it's talking, it goes right into the husband and wife relationship first. It says, wives, be a wife in the name of the Lord Jesus and do it as unto him. Do it heartily. Husbands, be a husband in the name of the Lord Jesus. It's a, I'm paraphrasing and combining the thought here, obviously, but, but the, the instruction is, is whatever you're doing as a spouse, do it as if you're doing it for the Lord. And do it heartily. Do it uh, with everything you have. Give it your all. And fathers are admonished in parenting. And, you know, I think that the Lord knew that that fathers played an important role in parenting of a child because we see a few places in scriptures where fathers are directed and commanded specifically in children. For, for women, it comes naturally. They're much more paternal in their instincts and they naturally are doing what's best for, for children. But we as men need to be reminded sometimes that our children are our priority. And we need to be careful how and mindful of how we deal with our children and raising them and, and teaching them. And so we're admonished to even as a father do it as unto the Lord. But then we get into verse 22 and we see the thought and concept of servants and masters. And, 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 in, and in today's day, we might say employee and employer in, if we wanted to make it applicable to us today. But the concept is the same. It says, servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not as unto men. We see, I don't know anybody in the, in the church today that is, uh, you know, independently wealthy and never had to work in your life. We, we, every adult age person in here uh, has worked or is working a job and work has been a part of our life. And, and the fact is, is that as, as Americans, we're blessed to be able to work and, and we ought to be thankful for that. But it's, it's something that we should do and ought to do. It's a good thing. It's not a work is not a bad thing, but work is a blessing from God. And the Bible tells us in second Thessalonians that if a man wouldn't work, then he shouldn't eat. So we have a responsibility to work, right? But, but work is often looked at as, a, as a, a bad thing or a negative thing. Oh, I gotta go to work. Oh, and we grumble and complain about it. But work is just part of life. Work may not always be enjoyable, and that's why it's called work. You know, it's, it's not entertainment, right? It's not always fun, but it, it's part of life. And no matter who we are or what you do 
vocationally here today, I'd imagine that you probably don't always enjoy getting up and going to work. I don't. I'm just being honest with you this morning. It's not always something that I, man, I can't wait till Monday morning when I get to go back out and hit the roads and go give sales pitches and do this and do that. Man, I can't wait to go do all this. I don't always enjoy it. It's, it can be hard sometimes to be motivated and to do what we got to do, but, but it's part of what we, our responsibility, and we need to do that. And I think that's part of the reason, the fact that we don't always enjoy it and, uh, you know, difficulties come. Maybe you've had a day like me where it's like, man, I just don't want to do this today. And I, I, you, just, you just, it takes every bit of determination and, and, and uh, character that you have to just go to work and do your thing. But I think for young people especially, that's why it's so important that you prayerfully consider what it is that God wants you to do with your life. You, you prayerfully consider, what, what gifts has God talent given me? What talents has God gifted me with? And, and what is his will and purpose for me in my life? And at least if you're seeking his will in your employment, in your careers, that um, when those difficult days come, you, it gives you a little more peace. You know what? Man, I'm sure not enjoying this, but I know this is where God wants me right now. I know this is what God has for me. I know this is his plan, and I'm going to do my best to serve him through this career that he's given me. See, not every Christian's going to be a full-time minister or uh, vocationally serve the Lord as a missionary, an evangelist, a pastor, but every one of us um, will have a job somewhere that is what God wants us to do. You can serve God as a carpenter. You can serve God in the medical field. You can serve God as a mechanic or a, a landscaper or whatever you're doing, and that is an opportunity to minister I learned a long time ago when, uh, you know, when uh, I stepped out away from full-time ministry and back into secular employment, and I, I was a little discouraged, if I'm being honest about all that, and, and it was difficult to, to, to wrap my head. I'd been in, in, in full-time vocational ministry most of my adult life at that point, and uh, when I'd stepped away from that and went into secular employment, it was hard for me to accept the fact that I'm not in ministry anymore. It really was, but it, I very quickly realized, and God orchestrated some circumstances that helped me to understand that even it, as a salesperson, uh, peddling home warranties to real estate agents and all that kind of stuff, that I have a ministry there, and uh, that I have an opportunity to, to impact and influence others for Christ that uh, I wouldn't have if I didn't have the position that I'm in. And, and so God, God showed me that it doesn't, you don't have to be full-time vocationally in ministry to have a ministry. And that no matter what we do, as a career, we have a responsibility in our work to do it as unto the Lord and not as unto men. That's, that's, it's easy to preach about, it's easy to talk about, but, but it's difficult to do sometimes because we may not like the person that's telling us what to do at work. Man, I can't stand my boss. Well, you're not, you're not to work as unto your boss. You're to work as unto the Lord and not as unto men. And, and, and so, um, you know, but work is often looked at as a, a negative thing. It's difficult. We don't enjoy it. But it's something that we need to take seriously. And even in our day-to-day -day life, our nine-to-five jobs, if you will, 
um, we need to be mindful that we're doing this for God. And this is an opportunity for us to have an impact for the kingdom of God. David Livingston had a simple quote. He said, part of our responsibility is to fear God and to work hard. What am I supposed to do in life? Fear God, work hard. David Livingston, the great missionary, gave us that quote. A.W. Pink, an old preacher, said this. If an occupation, this is a longer quote, so bear with me and listen closely because it's full of really good stuff. It says, if any occupation or association is found to hinder our communion with God or our enjoyment of spiritual things, then it must be abandoned. Anything in my habits or ways which mars happy fellowship with the brethren or robs me of power in service is to be unsparingly judged and made an end of, burned. Whatever I cannot do for God's glory must be avoided. That's a pretty powerful statement. And it's very, like I said, it's full of stuff and we could break it down bit by bit, but he talks about your occupation or association and anything that's found to hinder your work and service for God or that hinders your fellowship with the Lord or makes coming to church less enjoyable because you're, you're not right with God because of what you've done in those times, um, you got to get rid of it. You got to get rid of it. We need to find a way to please God in what we do. And I'll just say this, that if, 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 and I don't know of anybody in this congregation that's in a situation like that, but if your career or the, the path that you've chosen uh, is hindering your ability to serve God, if it's doing something that is outright contrary and sinful in the word of God, then it's time to make some difficult choices in your life and say, you know what? God's not pleased with this. I shouldn't be involved in this and make a change. Just give it to God and make a change. And, and that's a big loaded statement. I understand that. And there's a lot to it. But at the end of the day, if we can't say I'm doing what I'm doing for God's honor and glory, then maybe it's not the place we ought to be and we, it's something we ought not to be doing. So we need to work as unto the Lord. How do we do that? Let me give you three quick thoughts on that, and uh, then we'll be done this morning. How do I work as unto the Lord? First of all, you got to be thankful that God has given you the ability to work. If, you've got, if you're going to work as unto the Lord and not as unto men, then you must approach it from an attitude of thankfulness. Lord, I sure am glad that I have the physical ability to get up and go do what I'm doing today. And it may not be enjoyable to go walk into that factory and punch that clock or to swing that hammer or to, you know, what, do whatever it is. But Lord, I'm glad that I have this ability. Thank you for blessing me to be able to do so. You must view work as a blessing rather than as a curse. In Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18, it says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee uh, power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers, as it is this day. God's the one who's given you the ability to work. God's the one who's given you the intellect and skill to gain wealth and, and financial uh, freedom, if you will, or financial success. God's blessed you with that. It's, you say, well, I, I'm just naturally... You know, who do you think gave you that natural ability 
Who do you think gave you the intellectual mind, the mind in business, or, or to do it, whatever it is that you do? God gave it to you. And it's interesting here. It says, why did he do it? That it says, so that he may establish his covenant which he swear unto his fathers. I, this is, of course, written to Old Testament Israel. And it's just a reminder to them, hey, God blessed you with this ability. God's the one who's given you these blessings. But he didn't do it just for your benefit. He did it because he promised Abraham that he was going to make a great nation. And the blessings that you're receiving today is supposed to help to fulfill that promise. And that's Old Testament, but I think it applies to us as Christians. We're not, we're not looking for that same covenant that they were looking for. But in the New Testament church, God's given the church, the body of Christ, a promise and a covenant and a job and a responsibility to go into all the world and to preach the gospel to every creature. And like I said earlier, we're not all vocational ministers. We're not all vocationally serving God as a, for a living. But in what you're doing for a living, God has blessed you with that for not just your benefit and enjoyment, but so that his plan can be accomplished. So that He can take you can take what he has blessed you with to fulfill the Great Commission, to send missionaries, to help with Bible translation projects, to, to help send people and get the gospel to parts of the world that, that don't have it yet. It's not just so that we can build retirement accounts and big bank accounts and, and, and have fancy things in life. That's not the reason God blessed you with the abilities he's blessed you with. He gave you the power to get wealth so that his plan can be fulfilled. And we need to look at life and work in that way. Be thankful. Lord, I'm so glad that you've given me this ability and that you've blessed me in this way. And then you need to say, Lord, how would you have me to use this ability to please you? How would you have me to use this ability to please you? Ecclesiastes 5.19 says, Every man also to whom the Lord hath given riches and wealth and hath given, him, hath given power to eat thereof to, make, to take his portion and to rejoice in his labor, this is a gift of God. And sum it up in, in, in that verse is saying, hey, everyone that God's given the ability to work and to earn a living, that's a gift from God. That's a gift from God, and we need to be thankful for that. Most people look at work as a bad thing rather than a blessing. Thomas Edison said, opportunity is often missed by most people because it is dressed in overalls and it looks like work. Have you ever had a thought, man, it'd sure be neat. Man, I'd sure love to do this. And then you think, whew, but that'd take a lot of work. I'm good. I'm okay. I don't need to go do that. Well, I, I think most of us have had some thought along, similar to that along the way. We need to have an attitude of thankfulness when it comes to work. If we're going to work as unto the Lord. Well, I hope part one of the sermon, Work as Unto the Lord, was a blessing to you today. And I think what I'd like for you to take from that message as we close this out is as you go through your day to day and whatever it is that you're doing for your career and your vocation, I know it's not always enjoyable or the most exciting or most fun thing that you do in your life, but I want to challenge you today to be thankful for the job and the career that God has given you. Realize that it is a gift from him and a blessing and focus today on being grateful and giving God praise for his goodness in giving you the ability to do what you do.
and tune in next time for part two of our sermon, Work as Unto the Lord, and I'll see you then. Thank you and God bless. Thanks for listening to today's show. There are three ways that you can help us reach more people with this content. Subscribe or follow the show. Leave a review on whatever platform you get your podcasts from. And share it with others. Word of mouth is the best advertisement. Thanks for listening to the Ambassadors in Business podcast. Join Brian next time right here.